Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. This is the first part of a special um, trilogy we're doing on The Room. And today we will be briefly discussing the actual film The Room. And we will follow that with an exclusive uh, interview that we did with Greg Sestero, who plays Mark in the film. Okay, well, we'll get started on the first of our special editions of Spoilerama on The Room. We have a week of them ahead of us. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And normally at this point we would review a film and I don't think we're going to be doing that, are we, Marina? No. (laughs) (laughs) Line, line. Uh, No, that was actually something I was going to say anyway, but... um, it was it was something that I think everyone just talks about. It's it's a film, and even just to give a shout out to our Professor Connor Murphy, Murphy. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> uh, that we were talking about that today in class as well. It's not a film you can review. No, it's beyond this. It's something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. It's jaw dropping. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's shocking. It's like, which was it? What it was meant to be? Mm-hmm. But in not in the way it was yeah. meant to be. Um, well, we should say at this point why we're so glorying in the glory, joy and wonder <laughs> that is The Room, Tommy Wiseau's The Room, is because last night we attended a Q&A in Filmbase with Greg Sestero and John Carney held the Q&A and just Greg Sestero is one of the stars of The Room. It was held by Voices on Film and we got to talk to Greg ourselves beforehand and we will be finishing this episode of the podcast with that interview and it was expected a small amount might turn up to see this Q&A and attend it and the place was fire hazard packed yeah it was jammed and it was a fucking brilliant night it was just hilarious the interview and they took reenacted clips from the room and we have all this for you later on in the week because that's why we have several podcasts on this but in order to prepare for this week in first place, we had to watch the film. Exactly, which we did. yeah. And what did you think, Marina? I just have no words, but it's not like Julieta. No oh. words. <laughs> it, it was a film that, as everyone says it as well, first two minutes, five minutes after the introduction of the music and all that <laughs> stuff, uh, I had to stop and I was crying. Like laughing and mm. it, it's just unbelievable and I don't know and this is something that uh, our lecturers ask, uh, asked us as well and people probably ask themselves what does what makes the film so like made made the success it is even though it's so bad and still today like I kept thinking about it after the film and after reading Greg Sestero's book about it I can't find a reason why I like it. I just do. Yeah. Well, when I watched it, knowing it had this reputation as the Citizen Kane of bad movies, that's what it's been called. It's the modern day Plan 9 from Outer Space. And it's like like Plan 9 from Outer Space. You're watching it and you just keep watching it. And I think when I started watching it, I was saying, but 
anyone could make films like this. Like it looks like yeah. a homemade film that someone made at home video, even though it costs six million dollars. <laughs> but it looks cheap and tacky in the way it's filmed. So you just say anyone could do this. Why is people celebrating this crap? There's probably thousands of these films all over yeah. the Internet. And yet you just keep watching after about you give it about 10 minutes and then you say, oh, my God, it's just did he just say that? And as the quote we were watching on the YouTube clip today, suddenly a character appears out of the screen and everyone shouts, who the fuck is this guy? And he's yeah. a bit established character according to the film, but yeah. he's just there for the first time. It's just, it, it's something so, like, now reading the book, you get you get a better understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when I was watching it and I saw, obviously, the, the initial credits and all that, and it was <laughs> production Tommy Wiseau, Writing Tommy, written by Tommy Wiseau, and directed by Tommy Wiseau, and then there's your man on your screen, and Tommy, Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> and you could understand there it's an ego thing. Right? Oh yeah, it's a total vanity project. And you, I think from there maybe that is what sets like our mind when we watch it. Like he clearly did this for his own thing, so yeah. that's why we kind of we root for him, but we don't at the same time because it's, yeah. it's a fucking hilarious movie, so ridiculous. And you just know that he's so unaware. Maybe that's why, because we know he's so unaware of the cinematic world and how it works. Yeah. That he's just like... That he's it out just there makes, to break yeah. all the rules. And I mean, this is what Greg Sestero says in his book. And that book is The Disaster Artist, which he was promoting at this Q&A last night. It's a brilliant book. It's oh, just yeah. hilarious reading. But he mentions a number of times about how Tommy Wiseau wanted to try this because no one else had ever done this before. And then he adds, it never occurred to Tommy to stop to ask why no one had ever yeah. done this before. Well, uh, we don't want to ruin the book as well. So that people can I don't, actually can, I don't think, I mean, you could re-quote the book verbatim all over the place and it's still a wonderful mm. read. I read it in a couple of days. It's just great fun. And it's just, again, it's awe-inspiring what went on in the film. And it is reading the book then you watch the film again and you spot all these things that yeah. you didn't necessarily spot you probably would if you kept watching it the way cult followers are watching it the fact that all the framed pictures in the room have spoons in them and the reason for this is because they just bought them in a job lot in some shop some from a supermarket yeah. and never bothered to put any pictures yeah. in the frames so and this that is was the standard the default he was able to spend loads of money on camera and equipment a huge colossal amount but of money. then his costume designer had to go to charity shops to get their fucking <laughs> costumes and the clothes and all that for them to wear and it was just it's just it's it's so the making was so ridiculous in itself as well it's not as if you know it was a bunch of students making mm. a film and it ended up being ridiculous no the whole making of it is ridiculous the whole mm. uh, dialogue is ridiculous the whole the characters are just so they're just they're surreal. Yeah, it's, sur- it's, it's totally surreal and it comes together so that you very quickly abandon the concept of logic or sense yeah. in anywhere uh, it is. First few or minutes. engaging the characters. First few minutes, yeah. You're, just wa- you're basically watching to see what jaw-dropping yeah. shock is ahead of us now. I think, do you know what? I think now thinking about it, the reason why we watch it over and over again, you know those videos that kind of go viral? Some of them mm. that are hilarious. You do kind of watch it if they appear in front of you. So I'll just watch it again because it's gas yeah. or whatever. That's probably because they're not intentional. Yes. Yeah. Maybe it feels... and and maybe this is just what it is because this film was not made to be funny. 
Yeah. It's gas and you just want to keep watching it again. And I think, as I said, like it's become a cult. It wasn't meant to be. And everyone involved, including Greg, never expected it to be any sort of success. They were all hoping it would just disappear very quickly after one showing. But from that, because um, Tommy Wiseau has now become such a hero to some and so on. And he's celebrating, even though he still believes in the film, he's still celebrating all that. Last night, we also saw that Greg Sestero is making another... Now, there is a film being made about the making of The Room, but that's what I'm talking about. Greg Sestero has his own film coming out that he is making that stars Tommy Wiseau. So it's sort of a role reversal. Tommy is now working for him. And I know he was telling us beforehand that he was showing the trailer for the first time last night and he wasn't sure how the reaction was. It went down a storm. It yeah. was price. It was oh, people, very funny. I think this people is can't wait to, now. It was yeah. meant to be funny. This is an actual proper comedy. Yeah. And it looked professional. And Tommy Wiseau himself looked good in it. Like, did the performance. Yeah. And no, but he still was himself. Like, oh, even yeah. when he delivered the lines. Yeah. The, the few lines he they showed in the trailer, you could see it was still, they were like... Yeah, he was playing himself, yeah, but yeah. He, he was still knowledgeably so, like it was meant to be that yeah. way. He wasn't the romantic lead that he is in the room. He is the comic character, whatever. Um, but there was a huge reaction last night, like uh, when the trailer ended, there was just, there was stamping it ground and so on. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, definitely. And I'm looking forward to the masterpiece, which is the film version of Greg Sestero's book. And we shall no doubt be reading yeah, that definitely. Slot before long. Yeah. So, well, we enjoyed our, the event last night and none more so than getting to meet Greg Sestero himself. We took it in turns to interview him. That was fun, wasn't it, Marina? It was. He's a very cool guy, very chill. Yeah, he was. He was great. And I mean, we could have talked to him. Well, we did talk to him for a considerable length of time. We yeah. just only thought of turning on the recorder about halfway through and yeah. actually do the interview. So that's why we have coming up for you next our exclusive interview with Greg Sestero. Woohoo! Um, now I'm here with Greg and I'll just ask a few questions we've written down just to um, make it clear you have written a lot in the book that kind of clears it all up so it's left us with only a few questions um, but nevertheless um, so we just want one of the things we wanted to know is do you, are you still in contact with Tommy is he still like in your life yes um, you know through this experience um, it's kind of like we we bonded in a way like we went through a war together, so we're, we're veterans. Um, so we're still very much in touch, yes. Okay, and has he seen it? Like, has he read the book? He has read it. He calls it the Red Bible. And um, <laughs> he gave it a, an approval rating of somewhere between 40 and 50%. So uh, I'm not sure exactly what that means, means but I, um, he's, you know, we're, it's cool. We're, we're fine. Cool. And does he have like any thoughts about the new movie about that? Um, yeah, I think he's excited for it. I mean, I think it's a uh, you know it's being distributed by Warner Brothers. It's got a, a tremendous cast, and I think at, at the end of the day, that was a, a big goal, you know, mm-hmm. for for he and I both to be accepted by Hollywood in a way. And so uh, it's a great start. Yeah, and it's especially like for him that he, as you put in the book, he had such a struggle to get there and he didn't at some point didn't believe in himself and he had yeah I mean everyone told him no and finally you know heads are turning a little bit so uh, there's some gratification there for sure yeah Um, and this is actually one of the questions we both had during like actually reading the book was after everyone left everyone kept leaving the whole thing why did you 
still, that's what the basis of this, the, the foundation is. Um, how it ended up that way, I, I have no idea, but um, that's kind of the way it is. So I guess you just have to accept it. And how does he feel about this success? Does he feel like it's a, a real ego boost for him, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the success sometimes comes in, in art, maybe not always the way you, you want, you know, because you see yourself one way and the path you want to take and maybe you're embraced differently. But I think for me, after all these years, success is success in this business. Either people respond to your work or they don't. And I think you just need to appreciate if they do and whichever way roll with it and try to make your audience happy cool and Mick do you have any question well what I I said it to Marie before what I particularly wanted to ask about was and in the book you mentioned that your mother's reaction was Tommy was spending six million dollars just to make out with a girl <laughs> and that was when I saw the film first that's what I thought this was all about and Again, in the book, when you refer to Juliet Danielle, you say she was very uncomfortable with some of the scenes and having to do them, and the fact that it was an open set while they were filming that. How has she progressed from the film? Is she involved in this new, like, has she been played a part in the book or anything like that? Has um, she made a career know, in this? Juliet is, uh, she's a really, really sweet person. I think she's just kind of, like a lot of us had to do, just kind of accepted what it is. And I mean, she got a much a tougher situation than a lot of us. Um, but I think she's just kind of moved on and done her own thing, and uh, you know she's okay with it. Yeah, she has other IMDb credits. I've noticed that, so certainly she is progressing from it. Like, has it been for everyone involved, not just herself and yourself? Has it been some sort of career boost in a way because you're now well-known figures? Well, it has become such a cult hit. Yeah, I mean, it's there are opportunities um, because it is the bizarre success. It's not a runaway. Mm -hmm clear-cut success so you, you have to make the most of your opportunities and be smart about them I know for me you know the book was a challenge because it's not, I didn't want to just write the story about the making of a bad film I wanted it to be a character story about friendship and what it's like to, no, it's to follow your bad. to follow yeah. your dream that has nothing to do necessarily just with the movie business so um, it just yeah I think it depends the way you take your opportunities and um, and where you go from there and like at the time, frequently throughout the book, you refer to no one was ever going to see this film. It was just a belief yeah. you all had. And then when you watched it for the first time, the rough cut with your family, and they were beside themselves laughing. And that's pretty much what everyone's been doing ever since. Yeah, I, I just figured you know, there's so many films that are made in festivals that have you know, sizable actors and mm -hmm. well-known directors, good scripts, good material, and they don't really get seen. You know? And yeah. so this one I thought for sure had a real uphill, uphill battle to even go anywhere. So it just goes to show you never know, you know, you never know what could happen if you just put yourself out there. But he kind of left it there. He made, he, didn't he kind of not force it on people, but he kind of wanted it to yeah, he be always there, wasn't When the response wasn't there initially, he didn't pack up mm -hmm. and leave. He kept a billboard up for five years and <laughs> kept screening it and gave it a chance. So lesson to be learned there is, um, you know, if you believe in something, don't hide. Get out there and maybe there is an audience out there. It just might take more time. Well, I think that is, for me, the quality because, I mean, I've watched it twice now in the past couple of weeks and thoroughly enjoyed it each time for 
the reasons that we've all said. But there, there must be millions of films out there that are just basic bad home movies people make. There's something about this that keeps you watching. Yeah, it can't just be bad. There's got to be a st there's got to be some a message in there, a style that um, is entertaining. Yeah. And so there's something about this film that works. Okay. Well, I will say um, I forgot to say hi, Greg. <laughs> so hi, Greg. Hi, Marina. And <laughs> thank you very much, Greg.